Welcome back to Travolta. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering life on the line. Enjoy the episode. series of collected moments and experiences that we gather over the course of time. It's more about the quality of life than the height of the climb. We are more than one million strong, but together we act as one. We walk the line whether hurricanes, tornadoes, rain, wind, or sun. Our main mission is to protect the grid. Even if one of us meets our maker, we are linemen. It is what we do. The credo we chant, you are your brother's keeper. And then it fades to black, except for the words, brother's keeper. That's right, folks. And welcome to our episode on life, life on, on the, the line. line. Not life on a line. The line. The line. What line is that? Uh, the power line. The grid. Which, yeah. Also li- about the lives put on the line. Because uh, this movie is nothing if not a cry for unionization. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Mm. Um,. Yeah, this movie came out in 2015. Yes. This movie Uh, is about the failing infrastructure of the electrical grid in Texas. And boy, oh boy. Something that has become even significantly more prominent in the six, seven years since. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess uh, this movie, I don't know how else to like describe this movie to somebody other than... If folks who are avid listeners of our podcast remember our episode on Ladder 49. Yes, an episode where we were definitely best friends to each other and never got mad. I wasn't going to bring that up, (laughs) but you said it. So, yeah, Uh, yeah, a a very uh, honorable movie about uh, commemorating the firefighters. um, Yeah. They're men and women in uniform. (laughs) Honoring the men and women in uniform. Who, you know, Jeff is slowly saluting trying to get a reaction out of me no, but I'm, not, I'm not trying to i am succeeding okay um this is a very similar like homage film yes but to the electrical utility workers yes. also known as linemen and here's the thing these are not football linemen by the way linemen as an electrical line yeah. men yes and here's the thing like all the respect in the world to the men and women who work uh, like as linemen in electrical power and grids and whatnot. Yeah. It is, however, not the most cinematically interesting career. No, it is not. Uh, Like, no disrespect to them. I am glad that they're getting the respect they deserve. They deserve more from our country, uh, from our elected officials, uh, than what they get. Uh, They deserve protections and unionization. Uh, But instead, they got this movie. Uh and this movie is like a high five, bro. Yes, this movie is like <laughs> high five, guys. Uh, great, great. Really did die. And yeah, it's like some of y'all died in this. Uh, so we but, could keep our lights but on. But thanks for doing that. Yeah. Instead of, this is fucked up. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, this movie is corny and cheesy as hell. Yes. 
John Travolta does his absolute best. <laughs> John Travolta is doing things in this movie. He is doing things in this He's movie. He's doing things. He's uh, doing a thing. Yeah. A very strange thing. Yes. But he's doing it. That that quote I started with is the actual opening of this movie. Uh, spoken by John Travolta playing Bo. Yeah. Uh, a longtime electrical worker. Yeah. For elite electricity or elite linemen. Um, so we got the first scene. Mm-hmm. And it's... What even is the first scene? Well, I know what happens at the end of it, but I can't remember how it actually starts. Well, so first off... Is there context to this? Oh, we'll talk I for, completely forgot about the context corner. Yeah. This movie is directed by David Hackle. Yes. Same guy. Saw, Saw 5. five. Uh, yeah. Really? Wait, was this before or after Saw 5? This was well after Saw 5. Okay. So he really took all those elements from Saw 5 and put it into an electrical grid movie. He's the He was... Okay, here's David Hackle's career. He was the production designer for Saw 2. He is the second unit director and production designer for Saw's 3 and 4. He then directs Saw 5. And then he makes some like low-budget um, horror movies called uh, Into the Grizzly Maze and The Fatal Five. Oh, wait, no, he was an actor in that. So he makes Into the Grizzly Maze as his follow-up to Saw 5. And then he makes this. Life on the Line. Yes, that is David Hackle's career. Um... Is there any other context to this movie? Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, John Travolta gets hired for this. He's in the same string of red box programmers. Yes. He's in a string of red box programmers. This movie, I believe, was written by an actual electrical worker. In sounds part. like it. I think uh, his name is Chad Duby. I believe he was a uh, electrical worker who co-wrote the script for this movie. Um, It feels like it. Yeah. And by the way, thank you for listening to our episode last week on The Forger. Yes. I will say that this movie, it will be very different from that in the yeah. sense that The Forger, which was a tolerable, stomachable movie. Yes. That well, is not a good movie, but had some moments that we were like, okay. Yeah. This is through and through complete, utter nonsense. Like ravine of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> this is the best movie ever made. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, this is one of our select few zero uh, percents on Rotten Tomatoes we cover on the show. Oh, really? It, however, like, was only reviewed by 15 critics. Yeah, because, like... No one saw this movie. I don't know any... I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah. Do you know who has seen this movie, though? Who? According to Letterboxd. Who? Maybe we call him right now and get him on the show live reactions. Who? Adam Campbell, our guest of the no phenomenal episode. No shit. No um, shit. Do you think we could call him right now? Should we call him right now and get his thoughts on the... Or should we talk about the movie and then get him at the end? Let's try it. Yeah, let's try it at the end. It's uh twelve seventeen in LA right now. Yes, There's perfect high time. They're waking it. up from the spring forward bit. Yes. By the way, we're recording this on spring forward daylight yeah, savings. I thought I was gonna. I had to get up early this morning to watch this movie and The Forger, and I was not thinking, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have at least seven hours of sleep. And fucking spring forward, <laughs> I got six, and I had to get up and watch this. Uh, I'm very happy. See, look, if you go to Letterbox, he's watched by Adam Campbell. The fuck is Adam Campbell doing watching Life on the <laughs> watching Line? Watching Life on the Line. Maybe he'll tell us about the trees again. Well, there's something about the electrical grid. Yeah. It's like the electrical grid. It's uh, yeah. it's the power yeah. and the surge it's that like connects all, all of us. Energy. <laughs> all the energy. And the okay. storm is the symbolism for the evilness that disrupts yeah. this connection. Yeah. And we have these angels that are proponent of electrical grid workers who well, can let's, fix let's this. Let's not oversell it before sorry. we get yeah. his live. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, the, the, it, Charles is just at this this point in his career where he's just like taking they're taking scripts off the shelves that they can make for cheap, uh, sell overseas, and then throw in a red box. You know, this movie, as like cheap as it sounds, like it 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 had to have been. Yeah, I will say it doesn't look cheap. And what? No, no. What he- are you talking about? Hear me out. What are you talking Hear me out. about? Hear me Did the you fuck- see the fire effects at the end? Okay, the fire effects were pretty They're bad. They're literally like iMovie, like, flame draw. But, like, the rain. They had to have rain machines a lot yeah, in this movie. Rain, yeah, that's not the, the cheap... That's not the most expensive thing ever. But it's not cheap either. It's not, I mean, this movie had a $12 million budget. Yeah, which makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. not like a $5 million budget movie. Yeah. This had some money. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, I just want to comment. It's kind of getting into the movie already. Yeah. But I love movies that have like 100 opening film logo credits. Yes. This is one of them. <laughs> this is one of them where it's like, it's like that family guy bit where it's like yeah. you think the movie's starting and it's like, oh, nope, this is actually film logo. Yeah. And then it's the Travolta monologue over the text opening. Yeah. And then the movie it's, starts. By the way, which was the Lyman's Credo? Yes. There's a lineman's creed. Yes, and that's the creed. You know, like imagine if a firefighter ladder forty nine started off with like a firefighter creed. Yeah. This is my fire. This was my burning passion <laughs> is to put out the burning fires. <laughs> this is my creed. This is my promise. We are assassins. We are firefighters. <laughs> firefighters creed. What if that was this? Spoken like, by a, Walking Phoenix. That should be a spinoff to Assassin's Creed, like the video games. What? Like it's the exact same structure. It's called Fireman's Creed. And like you're just you're still like you still run like this and you're running on rooftops except you're carrying a fire hose and you're just putting out fires and shit. Fireman's Creed. Anyway, instead of the blades that pop out of the wrist, it's like little hoses. It's like stop it. <laughs> um, uh, so then after that, we get into this documentary interview. Yes, with bit. what's the actor's name? Uh, Devin Sawa. Uh, um, what's who's playing? What's his character's name in this? Uh, Duncan. Duncan. Uh, Duncan. Duncan Idaho. Uh, don't 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 bring. Me the twenty twenty motion picture masterpiece Dune Part One. Dune Part One. Uh, apparently this this guy uh, Devin Sawa played Casper in the movie Casper the Ghost. He was a little boy. like he was the little boy. He was like the human version of Casper. Huh. Uh, before he died. Who the thunk? Uh, yeah. Unfortunate he is now in this movie. I mean, is he in anything else? Well, I'm seeing now he's going to be in another movie we're covering on this podcast. Oh, God. What's it called? And we'll talk about it. We'll, I'll let it be a surprise for you. It's Gotti. It's not Gotti. Um, but yeah, we meet him and he's just like, yeah, you know, I was a fire. F- I was a, a lineman. And then we cut to the next. <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Well, they were like, uh, explain what a lineman does. Yeah. And like, oh, you see a lineman protects the power grid or whatever. Oh, it's he, like, no, 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 no. Tell me what a lineman does. And he says, a lineman's M as a motherfucker you want around you if the world ends. It's like, no, I want John Wick around me if the world ends. <laughs> I'll take a lineman. No, I want a survivalist expert. Yeah. Or I want like. so we, And we cut to like a flashback. Yeah, this movie um, has five openings. Yes. We have the film logo opening, the the credits monologue opening, yeah. then the documentary interview opening. Now we have a flashback yeah. opening. And we're introduced to John Travolta, who's like this badass lineman named Bo. And he climbs to the top of this little like electrical tower and fixes the thing. Well, we get like a Twister-esque like opening. Yeah. Where it's like in Twister, where it was the main actress who plays... Holly Hunter? 
Holly Hunter. Wait, no. But it's her, it's ha- the Helen younger Hunt. Helen Hunt. I always got them mixed up. Who plays like the younger version? Um, it's like the there the, it was a younger actress version who plays like the little kid, and then there's a tornado, yeah. and then they get into the, the cellar, and the tornado rips open the cellar doors, and her dad dies. Instead, mm. this is there's a storm happening. Uh, Kate Bosworth, who plays Bailey, it's yes. Bailey's younger self. Her dad is a lineman, yeah, and he goes out on the job, and he's like, "Oh, I'll down. see you tonight." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, we will not see you tonight." This anytime, girl is about to be orphaned. <laughs> anytime someone with like a semi-dangerous job in a movie is like, "I'll bring this home for dinner," or something like that, you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, they're not bringing that home for dinner. They're gonna bring home." Yeah. Their fried chicken yeah. corpse. Yeah, I was just about to make the same joke. <laughs> I was about to make the same joke. I was gonna say he's not bringing fried chicken home. He's bringing fried himself. <laughs> so uh, he leaves, and they—it's like a tree line came down an electrical wire, and so he climbed. So Bo shows up, and Bo's like this reckless yeah. guy. And Bo, who played by John Travolta, which we'll get into the yeah. hair and beard in a moment. Um, I have lots of thoughts. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have to do several rankings for this? Because there's three lo- different There's going to be two rankings for this. There's three different looks of this. But thing. there's going to be two rankings okay. for this. Okay. One of them okay. is the <laughs> other <laughs> <Yes>. flashback. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking Duck Dynasty looking ass. <laughs> the Wild Hogs but real biker. <laughs> yeah. That This is the sequel to Wild Hogs. Yeah. Because... Uh, Woody changed his name to Bo, stayed as a biker, mm. but then decided to clean up his life and become a lineman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Prove me wrong. So, But uh, yeah, so Bo climbs up this Bo electrical and his, pole. His, his brother also works with him. Yes. And he climbs to the top of the pole and he does, and everyone's like, yeah, Bo was the best. And he comes down and his brother's like, you missed one. And so Watch the job. If you yeah. don't do it right, you don't do it yeah. at all. And so his brother climbs up to fix the... The one pole problem. Yeah. And then lightning. Lightning comes down. Massive it's explosion. explosion. <laughs> it's fucking Uncle Bob all over again from Urban <laughs> Cowboy. We're in Texas again. We are it's in Texas again. It's the exact same thing. A lightning bolt hits the power. You see uh, his brother go, oh, oh no. no! <laughs> <laughs> the power box explodes. His brother like gets an iMovie like flame effect drawn on him. He falls. He's like, flies, flies the off. The ragdoll like, does like 70 spins in the air, flies three blocks away. No. <laughs> falls on the ground yeah. in flames, burning. Yeah. Uh, and Trolls is like, no! no! And it cuts to... Uh, I'm showing up at the house. Oh, it, by the no, way, it cuts the to wife. another woman showing up at a house. It's it's Bailey's mom. It no, it's it's Bailey's like it's someone else, and they show up to Bailey's house, and to, and like his like her mom, the Travolta's sister-in-law, rushes out the door crying and like gets in a car. She's left her daughter with somebody. Yeah, and is like driving the car to the hospital dramatically and crying, and she sees the ambulance go past along with Travolta's truck. And so she's like, oh, we got to follow them. And she's not paying attention. And like a fucking like 37 Semi- wheeler like rails. <laughs> There's the, another massive the car. There's like eight flips. <laughs> it, I, did you see how many flips this thing is? Like too many flips. It's like me in like Grand Theft Auto when I like rail my car. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> flies the air and just crashes on the ground. The woman. And she did. Yeah. And now Bailey's been orphaned. <laughs> <laughs> in like the first yeah. 10 minutes And Charles is like, oh, oh, gal. <laughs> and then the title, Life on the Line, pops up. Well, Travolta shows up. It's like, who's your favorite uncle? 
<laughs> he takes his belt off. Oh, no, no. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> but he does, he does get really close to the young yeah. version of Bailey. The actress who yeah. plays the young version of Bailey gets really close to her ear and says, Who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite uncle? And she no. turns to him and says, You are. He's like, I'm going to take care of you from yeah. now on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Um, we get an indiscriminate <laughs> amount of, of flash forward. It says a present day. And I wrote, okay, now the movie starts. Yes. And I genuinely I don't know how long this flash forward is. It does not tell you how much time has passed in this time jump. We just say, there's a text that but fades in the bottom. It, it says, says present day. And also says 10, ten days, days until, until the storm. The storm. <laughs> the storm. The storm. Okay. And, but here's the thing. All he do to Travolta is like put a little salt and pepper in his beard and yes. cut his hair. Because yeah. in the first he has like a long ponytail yes. in the opening scenes. Yes. This might segue into the the, the yeah. hair corner. Yeah. Um where he's got a long like ponytail. So he's short like slightly shorter hair, and it's like down to like his um shoulders. Shoulders. Yeah. Um he's got all salt and pepper in the beard. But the little girl who's like played by a thirteen year old in Flash is now played by Kate Bosworth, who's thirty one when they filmed this movie. And she's supposed to play They never say. But she, there they is. They say she's taking a. They say like, why did it take you so long to apply for college? Yeah. Which would imply like, okay, she's playing her actual age. But then like, it's been twenty years since that opening scene, and Travolta does not like. He already looked old in the opening scene. How old is he supposed to be playing now? And but if it's supposed to be like Kate Bosworth's like young, why did he cast the thirty-one-year-old to play the twenty-year-old? I, I, yeah, yeah, I. I was really bumped by that because I'm like, yeah. is she supposed to play like 18 in this it's movie? It's very distracting because it doesn't explain to you how much time has passed. So should we just get into the hair ranking? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cue the hair ranking music now. two rankings for this <laughs> oh god jeff yeah Stuart. i think we're about to dethrone stain alive whoa yeah i think we're about to dethrone stain alive what so in this movie we're gonna we're gonna get to this later but there's another flashback yes where we see john triple to before he was a lineman yes jeff and what was he before he was he a lineman was a biker he was a and I implore folks, there are not that many images. Like if you look up, if you Google John Travolta Life on the Line biker, like there's usually there's like one image that you can find, and it's very pixelated and it's very hard to look. But it's this one, right? It's a wide shot. Yes. If you zoom in, you can see the full <laughs> beard and the long hair. He's and, going full oh, biker. My God. Oh my god. <laughs> Becca literally walked out of like the bedroom right as that scene came up and she's like, I'm so glad this is the moment I walked out. Um so there's gonna be two rankings. One called Life in the Line. Yes. And one called Life in the Line Biker Flashback. Yes. Put biker flashback in number one. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, explain. You gotta explain. 
Daddy's got a rod. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy's got the rod, man. (laughs) And I'm sorry. I know people are like, what the fuck has this got to say about the story? It doesn't have to do with the story. And it doesn't look that amazing. Like, it's got totally a wig and fake a beard. I'm like, listen. He's looking like Duck Dynasty. I know. Mm. And I had to think to myself, you know, since we had Stain Alive, I knew nothing was going to like match that look yeah. so uh, the only thing i could hope for in terms of how good his hair could look objective of like subjective of whether the movie's good or not because you know sometimes you can have good hair yeah. in a really bad movie yeah. as we can say in staying alive yes not a good movie but he has fucking great hair his hair on life on the line and that biker flashback yeah. and the whole package it's something oh my god it's oh something. my god i mean if you don't fucking come five times <laughs> like i just i don't know what to say to you yeah so yeah i'm putting life on the line biker flashback number yeah. one now when it comes to what are we putting on his actual look his actual look it's still gonna go pretty high it's not gonna go number one this is a shock this is crazy um but i i still like it because he's got a full beard with like longish hair and it's like it leans into like the age. Le- oh my god! Look at this! Oh. Look at this face! Oh yeah! Lumberjack Travolta. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> can I see the hair ranking? Yes, you can see the hair ranking. I need. Okay. Okay. Put this. Um. Put this. Uh. Above domestic disturbance, below be cool. Above domestic disturbance, below. Number 12. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Life on the line. (laughs) I can't believe this fucking movie's number one. (laughs) Can you (laughs) read for the audience one of my notes here in big bold? He wrote in all caps underlined, biker Travolta, exclamation point, exclamation point, heart, 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 star, star, star. <laughs> Daddy got the rod. <laughs> All right, that's the hair ranking. Yeah. Let's continue on from that. Okay. So, ten days into the storm, yes. Kate Bosworth, thirty-one years old, yes. plays eighteen to early twenties. Yeah, and so we establish like he's still in the lineman corps. He's now like in charge of his division, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, Kate Bosworth is working as a waitress at a diner, and she he wants her to go to college. But she's with this boyfriend named Duncan, who he doesn't like. And how just, old who, is Duncan? Indiscriminate, like late twenties, early thirties. Because like he's Kate, Bo- he's roughly Kate Bosworth's actual age. Right. It depends on what age she's playing in the movie. And how old Kate Bosworth is, because that yeah. makes it problematic or unproblematic. Unpub- yeah. I mean, he's roughly around her age in real life. Yeah, but then are they both My- playing that eighteen yeah, exactly. early twenties? That's 20s? the problem. Because he is not eighteen early twenties. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yes. And she. Is definitely not 18, early 20s, but could at least pull off like a 24. Kate Bosworth in this movie could pull off a well, good 24. Yeah. This man could pull off a 30. Yes. No lower than a 30. So it never really explains. It's it's established they went to high school together at one point. Um, Right. Um, And they... uh, But he doesn't... Trolls doesn't like him, and he's mad he's just got a job as a lineman. Yeah. He's an apprentice lineman. Yes, an apprentice lineman. Before he leaves for work, though, there's some neighbors that move in. 
Yeah, some neighbors moving across the street. Oh, it's his birthday. It's Travolta's birthday. Yeah. Bo's birthday. And Kate Bowser surprised him a little. Cupcake. He's turning 120 years old. <laughs> yes. He's he turning really good. Dumbledore age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he's just like, um, he's like, oh, I don't need any celebration for my birthday. All I want is a baked potato when I get home. And then Christopher Plummer from The Forager just emerged. He's like, here's my potato. And they're like, wrong movie, Gramps. <laughs> and he wanders back out. Yeah. Um. But they meet the neighbors. Yeah, they meet these new neighbors, Eugene and Carlene. What? <laughs> what uh, Eugene writer? is to me like the most aggro person I've ever seen in my life. He's like unloading boxes from the back of the truck. He's like, <laughs> when he sees Travolta and Bosworth come over. He's like, what do you want? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we're just moving in. My husband's going to be a lineman. Don't talk about me. And he's like, oh, congratulate. And he's like, congratulate. And they're like, hesitantly shake hands and he's like I'll see you at work and so Travolta goes to work and he opens the door and he works in transmission yes. while Travolta works in lines Travolta opens the door and he's like you think for an electrical company we could afford electricity and he flips the light on happy birthday and Kate Bosworth somehow beat him to work Yeah, and all the guys are there and they have a cake and everything and he's like oh get back to work not until you have cake. All right. Yeah. He's loved by his by his guys. We get some business where they're like upgrading the lines yeah. for the state of Texas, yeah. which is very funny hearing yeah. that at this There's point in time. about they're changing all the lines for the state of Texas, and his unit's going slow because he does things by the book and safely. And they're like, and there's a scene the where text, one of the guys like, I don't, I'm not telling yeah, you to fucking, cut corners. Looking like uh, Boss Hog looking ass shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. This dude's like got like an 80 gallon hat. White hat, wearing like the white suit with the little star, the Texas Lone Star. It's Doug Dale Dimadone. He's, like, he's, like ba- he's like fucking Boss Hog Dale Dimadone looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> he shows him. He's like, I see, I see. see ya. <laughs> you gotta be getting uh, the power line. I wanna tell you to cut the corners, but I need you to get this done. Yeah, yeah. So we can build the Doug Dale Dimadone. I'm yeah. the Doug Dale Dimadone. Like, cracks the whip and wides off on a bull. On a <laughs> bull. Um, <laughs> it's like oil baron looking ass um but before that like that scene happens roughly around the same time but the first thing happens is uh kate boz was like i have a gift for you dad and or uncle and she hands him this little package and he wraps it it's a harley davidson star from her dad his brother yeah and we get um, a flashback we get a flashback from when they were bikers together and that's when we get troll to <laughs> riding up on this hog with like this duck dynasty full look Oh my god. And he god. gives uh, his brother a big old hug. Oh my god. And that's how he got into line mending. Fucking creaming in my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I did write in all caps biker biker scene. And he like he see he looks at him he's like thank you and like cries a little bit. It and turns then, out Bo is at, his secret identity is actually Woody. Yeah, and he uh, moved from Cincinnati, Ohio, down to Texas and uh, changed his name to Bo and yeah. didn't want to be a wild hog anymore and yeah. instead became a real hog. Became a mild hog. And then he met uh, uh, that not the, his you know came back with his brother who told him to clean his life together so he actually ended up becoming a lineman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wild hog is the prequel to Life on the Line. Prove me wrong. On a line. On prove, line. prove me wrong. Okay. So anyway. Um, oh, we also need to establish his left-hand man, or right-hand man in this is named Poke Chop. Poke Chop. Not Pork Chop. Poke it's Chop. P-O-K chop. apostrophe space chop. Poke Chop. Poke Chop. 
And they call him this. And it's on his name tag. Poke Chop. What the fuck is going on in a lineman court? It's on his driver's license. It's on his birth certificate. It's on his social security What is going on in this movie? It's on his passport. Um, And so Travolta's... Yeah, you know, he's like, ah, oh, this kid, this kid's late. I can't believe he's working with me. And we cut back to Duncan, who is leaving home with his mother, Sharon Stone, who is oh, giving yeah. a thankless task in this movie as yeah. his drunk mother. <laughs> yep. Who I don't even think they say her name. In the credits, I think she's listed as Duncan's mother. Yeah. Um, tragic for Sharon Stone. Yeah, very tragic. Uh, one of our one of our greats. <laughs> this is how we how we're treating her nowadays. Yeah. Um, when you turn 40, like, dump the trash. He's like, you know, like, she's like, you need to get a job. And he's like, I have a job. And she's like, lineman isn't a job. Your, your father, dad, your father was, was, a, was a, lineman a lineman and he left, left me, me with nothing. nothing. <laughs> and he's like, it's good work. I want to provide for Bailey. And he's just like, you're, you can go and die for all I can with Jesus. Um, she's very aggressive. Yeah. Well, she's given her all. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, he come and so Duncan comes to work and he does something unsafe and I think power line falls and almost hits Travolta. Travol- here. And Travolta's like, It's all about safety. You're not worth anything. For yeah. lack of a better term. He like yells at him. Yeah. Which I guess it's like a thing yeah. you should do. And then we cut to them at at, at a bar. Yeah. Um there's a uh a bar scene where Travolta almost gets in a fight with some guys. With some but, bikers. But he and- diffuses the situation because he's a real G. Yeah, because like there's like eight of us and three of you. You yeah. do the odds, man. We don't have to do this. Yeah, and they shake hands and it's fine. Uh, uh, where's this like jerk guy that comes in and rapes somebody? Ron. Ron. <laughs> Ron is his name. <laughs> so there's two guys in this room who are just aggressively aggro at all times. It's Eugene, the neighbor across the street. Yeah, and Ron. Ron is who does not. He's not a character in this movie. He's just like an object for people to fight. Ron is um. Um, uh, Baratheon. Robert Baratheon. No, no, no. The kid. Tom. Joffrey. No, not Joffrey. Tommen. Not Tommen. No, it's not uh, even Baratheon. Brenly? Stannis. I've literally listed all the Baratheons. <laughs> no, it's not the Baratheons. Then it's uh, it's the new Joffrey. Whoever came after Joffrey and was evil too. Oh, um, re. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh. The uh, fucking hell. Yeah, the I know who you're talking about. Come, I'm just gonna bother me. I think Iwan Rahan is the actor's name. Yeah, but what 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 is it? What is um, it? What is it? What is it? I gotta yeah. know. I can't believe this. I know. Uh, as soon as I pull it up, it's gonna fucking you click for both. It's of gonna us. ruin me. It's gonna ruin me so much. Oh my god, what is it? What is it? Because they have the flayed man as their sigil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I can't find it. The fuck? Uh. Oh uh, Ramsey Snow. Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton slash Snow. Yeah. But he's just he's just that guy. He's That's what Ron is. Ron is Ramsey Bolton. Ron Bolton. Ronald Bolton. Ronald. Uh, but he's just like aggro and wants to like. Rate Bailey and Car... Oh, God, what's her name? Carlene. Carlene. Carlene, that was such a nice speech you gave to me. Oh, my God, I wasn't... Oh, my God, why'd you get to say the compliment? <laughs> um, For my Vinesters. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jeff and... But the, he, um, he, like, just starts getting up in Bailey and uh, Carlene's faces. Yeah. 
and then and they all make fun of him and laugh at him. Yeah, They're and like, then Duncan oh gets into a fight with him. Yeah, and then Travolta shows up and breaks up the fight. And he's like, Duncan, you're no good. You're getting into fights in front of my niece. And he's like, you didn't understand. You understand, man. And now, but now Ron has a chip on his shoulder for some reason, never explained. Yeah. And also Eugene is starting, the neighbor across the street is starting to suspect that his wife is like cheating on him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to really sail through the plot of this movie. There's we are much, because. There's not much plot. There isn't much there's plot. There's a lot of business. <laughs> yeah. This all, movie is all business. I wrote down something like, um, I've stopped caring about this movie. Uh, business bullshit. Uh, six days until the storm. Five days until the storm. Then the storm arrives. There, there was literally like a thirty-minute segment in this movie that's just them changing. Do we say power Eugene lines. is a PTSD soldier yet? Oh yeah, you, it's established that Eugene was in Iraq, Iraq, and it changed him as a as a person. Yeah, and he hasn't talked much since he came back, and now he's suspicious of his wife. Uh, and then there was another oddly placed flashback scene with Duncan and Bailey. Yes, and it's like them on the motorcycle, and it's like yeah. And, and they're and all so, lovey-dovey with each other. Oh, and this is also around the time that Bailey reveals to Carlene that she's pregnant with Duncan's Yes. Kid. Uh, There's also a horror show scene where Bo shows the guys like a sideshow picture. Yeah. And it's of like... The guy who's been fried by an electrical. And he's like, have you... These guys all passed the safety test. And yeah. He's like, let me tell you, chicken's not the only thing that's getting fried tonight. <laughs> so they were like... And they were all safe and smart about it, but one little slip up, whether you're thinking about your wife or you're thinking about uh, yeah. whatever, you gotta be focused. You gotta leave it at the door and be here. Be safe. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually how he talks in this yeah. movie, but... Um, and yeah, we talked about the bar fight, talked about this Ron dude. Yeah. Um, and so Eugene starts accusing his wife. Yeah. And is like, she's like, I'm just hanging out with my friends, Bailey and her friends. And yeah. so he marched across and he's like, Bailey, have you been hanging out with my wife? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, have you been hanging out with your other friends? And she's like, lock it. And she's like, yeah. You, so you were just closing his notebook. I have read all my notes. Okay. The last note I have yet to read is called The Storm Arrives. Yes. <laughs> and so that happens. Um, and Eugene's all angry now. He's depressed because yeah. he thinks his wife's cheating on him. Yeah. Um, Bailey uh, talks to Duncan and tells him, hey, I'm pregnant with your, your child. And he's like, oh, I've always wanted to be a father. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my own. Break up the champagne, Mazel Tov. Um, he's not Jewish. He just turns into Billy Crystal. <laughs> But yeah, um, and he and he's like, oh, if you'll yeah. take me, I'd love to help you raise and this and then, baby. And then she tells Travolta, I'm pregnant with Duncan. He's like, ah, he's like, you had you had a future ahead of you. Yeah. Um, like, why can't you let me live my life? <laughs> <laughs> it turns into Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why can't you let me live my life? <laughs> I want to keep this baby with Duncan. Duncan's not just a boy; he's a good man. Yeah. <laughs> That is, that is basically what happens. If people think that we are like over exaggerating yeah. or being dumb about saying this plot, yeah. we are not. We are but being then, very then accurate about this the, movie. All of the plot storms come together at the same time as an actual storm. Yeah. So are we at the storm? Yeah. We basically get this like little montage of the storm coming. We in. just went through like three fourths of the movie. Yeah. With a lot of like uh, stock footage of like storms. We have talked about this movie for thirty minutes. Seventy five percent. Nothing of the week. happens. Nothing happens. Um, and so we're like basically like we intercut with Ron like sitting in his truck looking like <clears throat> we cut to Eugene. Who's on like one of the big power lines. Yes, yeah, the big giant. And like, this is poles. I think the one cool shot of this movie. 
which you can tell is actual stunt work, is a guy climbing the pat the line. Yeah, like Eugene climbs the top of one of like the big ones. Yeah, like those tower ones, the trans state ones. Yeah, yeah. And he climbs to the top, and he's about to commit suicide and jump off. And the guys with the bumerang, don't do it. <laughs> and he doesn't like. He wasn't. And then like, he starts having like tie himself off. He starts having all these thoughts about his wife, like all these quotes from earlier in the movie. Yeah, he's like, I gotta know for sure before then, I kill myself. And that's when. Uh, the guy who got fried earlier in the yeah. movie. The spirit. The cloud parts. <laughs> Eugene, go to your wife. You know who also comes down? Like, his face appears, but then Uncle Bob from <laughs> Urban Cowboy also appears. Like, yeah, Bob! <laughs> I used to be a bull rider. Uh, yeah. and, uh, you, now, you gotta... go wait, wrong movie, wrong movie. Get out of here. <laughs> James Earl Jones, like, hauls him out. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, so. We only have you cloud people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, um, but no, lots uh, of that in this movie. And so we start, Eugene starts climbing back down. Yeah, and then we get a, a shot of lightning hitting a thing, and a, a power line falls on a train track. And then a train runs through, and the train, the train derails. And it looks very funny. It's all very funny. Like, yeah, it's very CGI, yeah. like bad CGI. Yeah, very so iMovie. That happens, and then yeah, what? Uh, yeah, that happens, and they send all the, the line workers out. Yeah. To to fix the thing. Deploy the lineman. Yes. We are the line. Lineman powers activate. Lineman, Red Ranger. Blue Lightman Ranger Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns into a mech suit. <laughs> it's a <laughs> this big mech suit like holds the power. We line. must combine our mech suits and form the Megazord yeah, Lightman. And it fights. It fights the storm. It, it has punches a the cloud. It's a giant construction helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my hot pole. <laughs> but, he yeah. uses the hot pole as a staff and a spear. Yeah. Uh, so all the linemen go out. Power goes out across the county. Yes. All the drama begins. And there's like a control room bit yeah. where they can all see this happening yeah. in real time. And this guy's like, if that water hits the main, it makes it hits the water pressure under Wayne Tower, God. it's going to blow. No. <laughs> the whole system is going to blow. <laughs> we need more teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, it's, it's actually the it's actually the control room from taking a Pelham. Denzel's oh. in there. <laughs> He's like, this is it feels like a confessional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Um, this movie no. sucks. <laughs> the the linemen go out. They get to the train tracks. Yeah, they get to the train tracks, and, and Travolta the, turns over and he's like, "Hey, chief, to look at uh, to the fire chief." Who's chief from Ladder Forty Nine? Chief John Morrison from Ladder Forty Nine. Charles by two dudes in this. <laughs> he apparently transferred from uh, Baltimore <laughs> to, to Texas. Yeah, to Texas. And he's like, "I got a guy in there," and they're like, "We got a guy in there." <laughs> Stuart is crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this movie sucks. <laughs> oh, I really am crying though. 
Okay, now let's say what really happens. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so, are you... Jeff's filming this whole thing. Oh. I'm not filming this right now. Okay. Um. So they show up. Yeah. At the train tracks. They do. Trains he does say, fire. like, hey, chief. And the chief's like, we can't turn put the fire out until the power is shut off. Because there's a hot line and yeah. we can't, bl- f- like, you know, hose yeah. it off. And Charles' like, all right, two of you go that way and turn the switches off. The other two go that way. And then they go, Travolta and Duncan go that way. Yeah. Um, and he and Duncan have a little blowout. Where yeah. Duncan's like, you're worthless. You're a piece of shit. You're keeping me away from your daughter. And then Travolta saves his life. And he's the, like, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, Bo saves Duncan with like the the hotline that falls yeah. down, and then they get a radio. It's like Hunter's hurt. He fell. Yeah, <laughs> and so they, they go back. No, he says Duncan, go change the switch. I gotta go help help Hunter. I don't know who Hunter is. I don't know who Hunter is either. But at this point, we we're cutting back to Bailey at the house, and she looks at her window, and she's a car pull up, mm-hmm. and Ron gets out. Ron gets out, and Ron walks into the neighbor's house with Carlene. Yeah, and he just walks in. He just like starts choking her and trying to rape her. Yeah. At the same, uh, like a minute later, Eugene pulls up behind Ron's car and he's like, there's someone in there with my wife. <laughs> and so he pulls out his gun and goes on him. And then Bailey's like, oh shit, this is bad. I should probably go over there. So she goes over there too. Yeah. Uh, Eugene walks in, finds Ron attempting to rape his wife. And he gets him off and he shoots him. Yeah. And kills you, Ron. But he pull, shoots off two rounds. Yeah. And one of them re- like, uh, ricochets. And, and it's Bailey in the stomach after she's come in. But we don't know this for about two minutes. Because at this point, we just think Eugene has saved Carlene. Yeah. And so he ki- he's killed Ron, and he's accidentally shot Bailey, but we don't know yet. And he holds a gun to her side. He's like, I gotta do it. And she's like, no! Don't and he's like, it. I must. And she's like, no, no, I love you. And they make out, and they reconcile. And then Bailey's like, oh, guys. <laughs> I've been shot. And they'll go over. She's like, I've been shot. I'm pregnant. The bullet went into my stomach. Help. <laughs> Um, and so she they, says it exactly like yeah, that. So too, they rush her to the hospital. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Bo has to bring his guys to a new substation to like try and redirect the power. And uh, one of the guys goes with the injured line yeah. worker to the hospital. Yeah. And as they're at the hospital, the power goes out, yeah. but the backup generator kicks back on. And the backup generator kicks off. And while Bailey is in surgery, yeah. The backup, the backup. So they don't have their screens, X-rays, or lights. And yeah, they're so, working in the dark. Yeah. So then Travolta is with Duncan at the substation. Yeah. And he gets a call from one of his guys. He's like, Bailey's been shot. shot. The power went out. We got to get it back. Or else gonna, she's going to die. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how did she get shot? What was she doing? And then, like, the stakes just went up monstrously high. are explosive at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and so Travolta then goes to Duncan. He's like, I'm going to tell you something. And you can't promise you can't freak out. It's like, so Bailey's been shot. And we got to put this power on yeah. or else they're not going to be able to yeah. save your own surgery. Yeah, it's like this movie's like this. Okay, so he, let me just. We rest- are not lying. Let me restructure what just happened. There's a massive storm wiping out power across Texas. It knocked a power line into a train that exploded. <laughs> the train exploded. Yeah. As a result of the power going out, a angry guy was inspired to go t- attempt to kill and rape a woman who was yelled at him once. <laughs> and her husband, who has PTSD from his time in Iraq, who didn't sh- commit suicide on the t- attempted on the to commit suicide, comes back, discovers this, and has to kill the guy who's trying to rape his wife. But he also accidentally shoots the pregnant neighbor <laughs> who they have to rush to the hospital when the power goes out. But he's about to kill himself. Yes. And the wife talks about it. Yeah. And they make up and laugh. And then they find out, oh shit, we shot a pregnant lady. Yes. And so Take all her to the this hospital. is happening. is like, what is going on? What is happening? <laughs> and so he climbs to the top of the substation. 
And like, and like, like we gotta we gotta put the pistons down so it redirects yeah. the power. So they do this like turn yeah. tile thing. It's like and it gets stuck. King, king, and one of them is stuck. And they have to knock it down. So Travolta climbs up there and he's like, yeah, oh, he starts like oh. hitting it with his stick. It's like, let me give me the hot stick or whatever. Yeah. It's a stick you can use to hit like electrical yeah. wires. And he tries to hit it and it's not working. Yeah, it's, it's not, not going working. Down. And so then he Travolta stops and pauses. And then Well, no, what happens is the Avengers theme starts playing. Dun, 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 dun. And he holds the hot stick up in the air. And the storm starts swirling around him. The power Thor comes down. And lightning strikes the hot rod. It's like by the power of grace. He turns into Chris Hemsworth. And he smacks it down. The lightning strikes. Lightning surges into the state of Texas. And then Iron Man, who was seemingly in the movie, gets up to power 400% and says, how about that? <laughs> yeah, okay. So we're very loopy at this point, as I'm sure you can tell. But that is not what happens. I genuinely did think at that moment, because it looks like it's very close up as like a sacrifice play. That he's yes. gonna, and he, I thought he was about to stick the pole in the air and conduct the electricity through himself from the lightning mm-hmm. to like power the thing. God, that would have been like, so much cooler. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, hooting and, I'm hooting and hollering let's about go. it. I'm like, let's, let's go, go, let's come go, on. let's go. This is my kind of movie, my kind of movie. Instead... This motherfucker is just like he, he's he, like, tell my daughter, tell my niece I love her, and he like just pushes the cable, and then he like, like jumps up and does a body slam yeah, on the piston, and he's like electric no! himself, and he gets electrocuted and gets blasted back. Uncle bobbed out into yeah. the ether. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a boy. As we could say, Urban yeah. Cowboy. Yeah, he stepped up and took Uncle Bob's place. Yes, the sequel to that. The sequel thematically. To that. Yeah. But yeah, he gets Uncle Bobbed into the yeah, ether. Into the, on we fire never see his Kentucky body. Fried. No, we don't. Yeah, Kentucky we Fried. Kentucky. Uh, cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> um, and so... The power uh, gets restored. Yeah, the power gets restored. Uh, the baby and Bailey are saved. Yeah. And everything goes well except Trolls is dead. Yeah. Tragically. And then it, Oh, wait. We got to talk about what happens when he, when he body slams it before he gets Uncle Bobbed into the ether. Well, yeah. he, he A clip show starts playing. Yes. And like, well, what happens is he he slams a piston down, and there's a flash of white, and then he yeah. wakes up in water. Yeah, and it's all orange around him, and he looks up and he has a soul stone. Yeah, <laughs> and forward is yeah. Bailey, but as the young daughter Bailey, yeah. she says, "Was it worth it?" It's like everything. Everything it cost me everything. And then it comes back, and then yeah. and yeah. it dies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the ending of this movie. <laughs> well, there's the trip. Uh, oh yeah, there's there's the next scene. It says two years later, and they go to like, they go to a memorial in the middle of nowhere under a power line. Yeah. Um, and it's like the fireman's, uh, it's like a power struck is like a fallen lineman organization is there. Yeah. With a guy kneeling in front of it. Yeah. And it says, in honor of all the brave linemen who gave their lives in this county. Yeah. And Bailey Duncan, their son, and then uh, some other guy. Oh, I think it was Poke Chop. It was Poke Chop. And they all like salute um, Trollta. And then we cut to... And then the camera pans, up like, to the tilts power line. up to the power line, yeah. and then fades to and black. And we see Trollta laughing in the clouds. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but then we cut to an interview from the beginning with Duncan. Oh, my God. And he's just like, I just want to say, Bo was a real hero. He's a real hero. And then he's starting hearing a song called Life on the Line start playing. That's roughly the, the idea of it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that's the movie. 
movie ends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So co- after this movie comes out, I cannot find how much this movie made at the box office, if anything. Right. Um, got a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the Hollywood Reporter wrote, "Life may be on the line, but it's in short supply on the screen." <laughs> um, this movie came out November eighteenth of twenty sixteen, which is also coincidentally two weeks after the uh, Donald Trump was elected president, oh and I think this is one of the aftershocks of oh that. My God. <laughs> Oh, wait, this movie premiered Napa Valley Film Fest. Oh, wait, this movie premiered in 2015 and then was released in 2016 yeah. after they, like, sold the rights yeah. internationally and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's basically the post-sexual movie. Yeah. What, what else can I say? Schultz plays an electrical utility worker who gives up his life yes. to restore power to the state of the Texas. Mo- the movie does end with a kind of... And by therefore t- saving his daughter. The movie does shot. end with, like, a touching, like, post-quote where it's like, this is the amount of firefighters who've lost their lives in... Linemen. You keep saying uh, firefighters. This amount of linemen who've lost their lives, like in pursuit of you know electricity, and it's like we this movie was made to respect them, and I'm like I, I understand, that, but uh, this is not a particularly exciting movie. It's not a particularly good movie. Uh, yeah. Could have been a better tribute, um, and also the best tribute would be respecting them through legislation to protect them and uh, unionize, modernize it. our power grid and unionize them. Yeah, uh, because our American workers deserve better. Uh, anyway. Here's what I, I want to call Adam Campbell right now and get his live reactions on this. Movie. Let's do it. I'm, pu- I'm putting him on speaker. Here we go. Sir, can you hear? Him? Yeah. Okay. Put it up to the mic, though. Okay. Hello. Hi, Adam. Hey, Adam. Hello, Jeff. What's up? Uh, Stuart's here as well. You're live on Travolting right now. Am I really? Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> you are live on Travolting. You have something to answer for. Uh, I have something to answer for. Yes. Yes. What's so. That? So we we're covering this movie called Life on the Line. Okay. And I went to Letterboxd, uh, yeah. and I see you're the only person I know who's seen this movie. Oh, Life on the Line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we felt the need to get your live reaction to this movie. Um, um, let's see. What happened in that? <laughs> 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 like, electrical lines explode. John Travolta's in it. The dude from... Uh... From, uh, uh, what's that movie about death, you know, hunting people? Uh, uh, no, the hunt? Uh, Wait, no. No, no, uh, uh, the Final Destination. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I don't know, he gets a girl pregnant or something, or, he's, I don't remember, he has, like, a kid or something. <laughs> erroneous, erroneous plot points that have nothing to do with life on the line. <laughs> Um, I don't remember John Travolta's purpose in it. He's like the old wise man or something. Yeah, no, he's he's the the head of his division of linemen, um, who hates the guy from Final Destination, and sacrifices himself at the end to save the power grid of Texas. Oh, okay, yeah, that's coming back to me now. <laughs> 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 we were severely lacking on things to talk about this movie until we saw you you had also seen it. <laughs> what I love about yeah. that the most is that you say he sacrificed his life to save the power grid of Texas. And Adam's like, oh yeah, that priest What? <laughs> Stuart's weeping. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, what was the 
point of the final destination guy in that movie. Oh, uh, he's like too. the he's like the young the young guy who's also impregnating John Travolta's niece. Ah, uh, yes, that's who. I remember some girl got pregnant. Yeah, Travolta, uh, Kate Bosworth, who's either playing 18 or 31, we don't know. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's he's impregnating her throughout the movie, you're saying? Yeah, see, impregnating. It's an ongoing process. <laughs> it keeps happening. Okay. It's like multiple instances at a time. He's, I see. He yeah, impreg- to work at it. He impregnates her, and she's like, she tells Travolta, and he's like, you could have gone to college. Oh, uh, yes. Because uh, women can't do that after getting pregnant. Apparently not, according well, I mean, to it, yes. according to John Travolta in this movie. He, he won't let her. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then he dies at the end uh, tragically, and the movie ends saying like, you know, uh, respect the linemen. Yes. And we're like, we could have respected them with a better movie. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, most of the movie, if I remember correctly, has really nothing to do with. Um, Linemen, I don't know. It's the, you have the whole drama of the girl getting impregnated over an hour and a half. And, <laughs> there, there's yeah. a sequence where a guy in like a boss hog costume with like a white suit and hat and like twenty gallon hat shows up and is like, "Oh, we gotta be modernizing this state, son. We gotta finish this electrical upgrade quickly." <laughs> and Joel's like, "We gotta do it safely," and the guy's like, "You gotta do it fast." Doug Dimmitown. That's exactly what I said, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, Adam, we thank you so much. Do do you have we we before we let you go, we just have one last thing to ask you, and that is on your last episode with us, you had a very long and amazing explanation of the trees and your phenomenon episode do you have anything similar to that akin Um, for life on the line i suppose um you know the linemen they climb these large wooden things that uh resemble trees um uh john travolta's there i mean there's 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 uh there's a connection yeah there's a connection um yeah, I'm sure Travolta was thinking of trees as he was climbing, <laughs> climbing those poles <laughs> for his performance. Yes. Wow. Well, but we we will not take up any more of your Sunday afternoon okay. to discuss life uh, on the line. Yes, uh, that's, I mean, if you want to discuss it more later, that's fine. I'm pulling into Trader Joe's now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Well, Adam, thank you for giving us thank five you, minutes Adam. of your time. We, we we'll do this again glad, sometime. Glad be on another episode, yeah. Absolutely, we gotta get you on another episode, and then we uh next time you're in town, let us know. Yeah, we'll do. All right, All right. bye, Adam. Thank you, sir. Bye. <laughs> Pulling into the Trader Joe's, giving wow. us some hot takes. <laughs> wow. Um, do we do we let that be a surprise, or should we put him as a guest on this episode? Listed. I think we let that be let a surprise. Be a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I mean, uh, what what else can you say? What what do you have any final thoughts on? I it's one of the best movies in this era we've <laughs> covered. <laughs> it's hands down. Yeah, like fight me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's so over the top, co- over the top, comically bad. Yeah, 
the performance. I this is, is my so kind of movie. Top. It honestly might be my kind <laughs> yeah. of movie too. This is my kind of bad movie. This is a movie that I would get hammered on a yeah. Saturday night and staying in with a bunch of friends and just laughing my yeah. ass off watching. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. I mm. highly recommend it for people. It's so bad you might enjoy it. <laughs> you might enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I enjoyed bits yeah. of it just because of how it bad was it very was. funny. When I like yesterday, I was driving a friend to an event, and I had to explain this as I had watched it last night. So I was explaining to this friend like the movie, and as I was doing it, I was laughing at the same intensity as I was laughing at this episode. <laughs> yeah, like it has long-lasting effects. This movie, <laughs> man. So you were, you were explaining the plot to one of our former guests. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh good shit anyway what about your final thoughts Jeff? Uh, i don't have any thoughts <laughs> it was funny i had a good time i liked his biker look his biker. um it's just tragic that Travolta's just stuck in this uh rut right now i'm sticking by number one on I, I know you are i'm sticking by it i know it's probably gonna be controversial but yeah it's it's maybe i shouldn't have put it number one well you did it i did and now you've now committed I, now i've committed you just said i'm sticking by it i am sticking by it um yeah so yeah, those those are roughly my final thoughts it's like it's just a, a tragic time that we're in in his career right now but damn are we having some good times with yeah it. we're having fun all right well jeff um yeah i, I think that's i think that's a good uh, one folks thank you for listening to episode on life on the line uh make sure to tune next week for episode on criminal activities a movie i'm sure you've all seen <laughs> um as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Pop to our Reddit, r slash Travolting. Find us at TravoltingPod on Twitter or Instagram. Um, email us, TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter, at Jeff W. Sweeney. Uh, and me on Instagram, at Story Roman 95. Um, and as always, special thanks to Michael Van Bodegan Smith for our theme music, Rebecca Johnson for graphic design, and Adam Campbell for his fun little appearance today. We love you, Adam. Five-minute cameo. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Thank you, folks. Join Have us a... next week for... Oh, our episode on criminal activities. Criminal activities. Have a great week. Which is John Travolta's career. Mm-hmm.